Hello, friends. Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the show for IT professionals where if you support business, we try to help you do that better, smarter, and faster. This is our Wednesday live show, the last show for January 2024. We have been off to a fantastic start. And speaking of starts, we're going to have two people on in just a minute that uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this goes. I'm sure by now you have heard of the acquisition of Sonic Walls overtaking or purchase or however that goes. We'll ask them of solutions granted, and we'll, we'll talk about that and everything that means to us as an MSP. Uh, we are going to have a very interesting Florida man, and I am just – I'm not even going to go over the week in review. I've had an interesting week. I've got some great stories. I will do a separate show just for that. But for for now, let's get on with it. I'm going to bring on probably, uh, he's not the biggest hype man in the channel, but he is someone that uh, if you're going to drink bourbon, he's the guy to chat with. Michael Crean from Solutions Granite. Michael, how are you? What's up, Uncle Marv? How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I, I am good. I am good. And she probably needs no introduction. Uh, somebody that has been in the channel quite some time. Big name at Cisco. Now uh, global channel chief at Sonic Wall. Michelle Ragusa McBain. Michelle, how are Hi, you? Hi, Uncle Marv. Hi, Michael. I'm doing Thank great. You. How are you? All right. Welcome to the show, guys. Now, this was this took a little doing. Uh, trying to get everybody scheduled together. Uh, especially when you, when you're a global channel chief, it's hard to to make time for people like me. I get it, but we were able to make no, this happen. I, I think it was you that had the popular schedule. I was just like, please, please let me on, and then you, you did it. So thank you. All right, here we are. <laughs> all right, so folks, uh, let's let's you know put aside all the stuff. I know that everybody's already heard the acquisition. Everybody's probably asked you guys tons of questions. What does it mean? How are things going to go? And we'll get into a little bit of that. But let me start with what I consider is the most important question. And I purposely did not put this in your show notes because I wanted to get a clear, concise, unfettered answer. What does this mean for the string of ASCII cup wins? <laughs> what, is, what do you mean, what does it mean? I mean, look, so I came in to the, to the stream yard and the last time I was on here is after we won the ASCII Cup for the third time. And I put my name as Michael the Winner Crean. And so as I came on, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna about to leave that in there. And here's where you start with this. It means nothing different, man. Like, look, I'm going to win again. Like, I'm not slowing down. Like, the gauntlet has been thrown. Like, would you expect me to say anything less, really? No, I wouldn't, but I, I wanted to hear from Michelle if they were going to throw some Sonic Wall money behind this now to make sure that you keep winning. Maybe maybe get a little game in the swag department. Oh, of course. No, listen, I love ASCII for, for many years. Jerry Gustavus is a good friend of mine as well, and uh, we, we talked about sponsoring as well, and then now we get to do it together. So Michael's a winner. We played a win here as well. So I love I love working with Michael. I think it's going to be a dream team combination. We really complement each other very well, but we'll definitely, we will show up, we will give some swag, and we will support every bit of that. And we, We're coming for the cup, and I'm going to be there to celebrate. All right. The cup together, Michael. <laughs> now I should ask... Did you guys bring it? Our bourbon? Did you bring the bourbon? I 
did not bring Meaning, my like, do we have some? Like, right. I'm yes. Home. <laughs> well, I'm at home, so we know good and darn well I've got some bourbon right In now. the cabinet, correct. <laughs> I mean, I, I set this out for a reason, just in case we needed to partake. I got both uh, got the here. McKenna and the Weller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have a preference? So I'm not a bourbon guy. So the wife actually went out and did some research, and she, she got – there's two new bottles behind me, if you notice. I see you got some Buffalo Trace. Yes. I don't know what that one is up on your right shoulder. Can't see it very well. That's the Four Roses. Oh, there it is. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Also quite good. Quite so, good. Yeah, I have I, another webinar right after this, so I thought, mm, I will hedge my bets <laughs> on the Better not. <laughs> <laughs> not drinking for a full hour before my first Asia Pack webinar on Cafe, cafe Biz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get started with a couple of bullet points here just so that we can uh, make sure we touch everything. Uh, so I'll start with this question because it's always seemed throughout this relationship, everybody just assumed at some point this was going to happen. Michael, you've always been a big sonic wall proponent of all the firewalls out there. And I mean, the first question is what took so long, I guess is the, is the way to ask the question everything in its place and time, you know, it all is supposed to happen when it happens. And I think it just, I mean, if it happened sooner, I don't know that I would have been in the right place. If it happened any later, I mean, who knows what would have happened, but you know, I'm, I'm thankful. And, and it's interesting because I think it was 10 years ago. I made the comment to someone somebody says, well, what's your exit strategy? I don't have that close. Like, Oh, you know what? You want me to give you an extra strategy? Like how cool would it be if Sonic wall acquired me? Because we've had this 18-year, you know, love affair, if you will, of being a partner of theirs, and being incredibly loyal to them, and you know, and then it was followed up with that. There's no way in the world that Sonic Wall would want to acquire me, and you know, here we are, 75 days later. Here we are. Now, Michelle, people are. Well, I'm, Michelle, people are going to sit here and think, well, now that Michelle's there, this is what kind of, you know, made it the tipping point. Uh, was this something that was kind of already in works when you started or uh, got started shortly after your arrival? Yeah. So when I came, I joined in May 1st of uh, 2023. So I'm fairly new to the organization, but there were two big catalysts of change that happened. First, um, our new CEO, Bob Van Kirk, who was our CRO and CMO and has worked with Michael for many years, as well as our CRO, Jason Carter, who also had worked with Michael for, you know, he's been at the company for 17 years. And SonicWall, really reimagined not only our technology roadmap. I mean, we have a lot of new hires. We have a lot of innovation going into that with Chandra Prasad and all of our PMs um, really reinventing our, our strategy. But then also beyond just the products that we're going to build in our roadmap and our, our multi-tenant, our single pane of glass and all of that platform that we're creating, it's identifying what's missing for our partners, right? And we all know it's not if, but when a cyber attack happens. We know that cyber security is paramount. Every single person knows that this is not a nice to have, it's a need to have. And you have to identify every layer of your portfolio to say, do you have the right solutions? Are we doing the right things? Are we partnering with the right people? And what Michael provides in protecting the protectors is really paramount with, you know, the vulnerability assessments and the way that they're able to do managed detection response. And of course, now with our acquisition of Banyan and Zero Trust and Sassy, we're taking what people know as SonicWall and just 
ramping it up to the very highest level of protecting our customers on every stage and age of their portfolio. And so for me, obviously, MSPs are a priority. That's been my focus for many years. And I care about our managed service provider partners. I know them. I know their kids' names. I know their pets' names. Like, we are family with one another. And I know Michael from the community. I've watched him speak many times. He's watched me speak. So we both truly care about these partners and their success and their protection and how to make them, you know, not only safe and protected, but also profitable. And so for me, this was a no brainer. When you look at what Michael can bring to the table with solutions granted, it was a big missing piece for us that just took SonicWall to that next level. And so I'm so glad to have him as a partner in this journey. All right. So I'll give a little bit of full disclosure. Uh, I am a partner with both of you. Uh, I have been a SonicWall partner since a smart man. Smart man. <laughs> Uh, Sonic Wall since about 2005. Uh, I survived Dell Hell, yeah. and I'm still with you. Um, so, of course, when uh, all the changes were, you know, announced with the acquisitions with Banyan Solutions Granted, Solutions Granted, I was happy about. I'm like, yep, about time. The others, I wasn't quite sure about. I don't know, but I also know that you guys are revamping the Secure First Partner Program. Absolutely. Now, I'll be honest. I'm a little hesitant. I'm like, nah, let me let me see how this is going to go three months, six months down the road. Can you tell us about the the changes that are coming up in the Secure First program and yeah. uh, what does all that mean, including solutions granted? Absolutely. So firstly, uh, and thank you for being such a loyal partner to both of us for all these years. I think it's really important. And, and I do, that's the first announcement. When I joined uh, SonicWall, people said, you know, Michelle, I thought I liked you, but now I really like you. I've been a SonicWall partner 10, 20, 30 years. And I was like, tell me what you really think. But I was so glad that they are so loyal to SonicWall and that despite acquisition, release from acquisition, private equity, our partners have been a paramount to us. Like we're a 100% channel company and we truly have the best solution architects, the best engineers, the best sales team that cares about their success. And I'm talking when our CEO, Bob Van Kirk, gets a letter from a customer, if they're not satisfied with something, he responds. And it's very rare in my 19 years that I've seen a CEO be that responsive. And so it's a top-down um, bottoms up, really, you know, care for our partners. But in Secure First, what we do is, you know, you've probably heard it in the uh, ecosystem, but we do outside in. So we started a bunch of advisory councils and technical advisory councils around the world. And we polled our partners and say, what are you receiving that's working? What's not? What are other people doing that we could do better? And we took all of that and conglomerated together and we relaunched um, Secure First. So we did a soft launch in September and tomorrow is actually the full launch of our new Secure First program. And what did we do? So what's different? Great question. Um, a few things are really important. We lowered rebate thresholds so more partners can earn incentives. That was very important for us. We want to make sure that um, at the lowest tier and the highest tier, we actually increase discounts because we know that we want to recruit partners, but we also want to reward them for growing and being strategic with us. In addition to that, we took our proposal-based um, MDS and we also made it accrual-based. So if you are partnering with us, 
you're going to earn more money to co-brand, co-market, and co-sell, and co-innovate with SonicWall. And we're going to partner with our ecosystem partners to make sure you have the right um, go-to market strategy, that we're doing lunch and learns, that we're able to present together, all of the things to really help you grow your customer base. In addition to that, of course, we have our MSP program. Um, so formerly known as MSSP, but it's our service provider program. So whether you're choosing to sell switches or firewalls or access points, or you're selling to your customers with recurring revenue and software as a service, you will earn and drive towards your requirements and benefits. So you can get up the ranks with us and keep earning and get to that next tier, get increased discounts, get premium tier support. And so all of these things are very, very paramount. And And just to add, you know, Obviously, our portfolio continues to expand. I know everybody thinks of us as the firewall company, and we do have best-in-class firewalls, but we have Capture Client. We partner with Sentinel One. We have Endpoint Security. We have, uh, you know, firewall, virtual firewalls, and now we have our whole portfolio with SGI, and we're continuing to evolve that portfolio. So as we look at Secure First, we took all of the best things that we had. We have flexible consumption. We have billing and arrears. We have the ability to add and procure and remove products at any time, no hassle. And we're just really making it easier to do business with us, simpler, and really helping to drive our partners' profitability so we can grow together. All right. So out of all of that, I have two more questions that sure. that, that I think would uh, help clear some things up. You said... Uh, more opportunity for rebates. Uh, does that mean you've lowered the threshold for deal registrations or has that process yes. changed? Yeah, that's a great question. So what we're doing, actually, uh, that's a great call out. We have a few things that are really important there. Uh, one, we're doing new customer deal reg. So any new customer to you and SonicWall that you bring to us, you get 50% off that deal. So the complete deal reg is 50% off. So that's incremental 10% off the bat. And then in addition to that, we are also doing tier much tier match plus one. So if you're not a SonicWall partner today and you're working with somebody else, we know how hard it is to lift and shift your business to join and start something new. And we don't want you to start from the ground up. So wherever you are, wherever you are, we're going to meet you where you are. If you prove that you're a gold partner with so-and-so and you come to us, then you're a gold partner with us just like that. And in addition to that, you have 180 days. We're going to assign a dedicated team of partner development to help you. We have Sonicwell University with all of our free classes. We've had over a million classes taken since inception. We're bringing back tech masters. So we have this great portfolio for our partners in terms of training and enablement. I mentioned Cafe Biz earlier and Cafe Tech. So we have a lot of training and enablement videos, whether you're a tech or an exec or anywhere in between. So we definitely want to help you drive new customer growth and able to win those deals and be able to hit the ground running being a partner with SonicWall. All right. That answers that. Question number one. Question number two, is this going to help us compete with Amazon? Yeah, absolutely. So the lower discounts here is uh, Amazon. DMR don't don't laugh at that, Michael. What's wrong with you? <laughs> No, 100%. It's a valid concern. It's a valid question. And I appreciate that because that came up very early on in my journey at Sonic Wall. And so that's exactly why with our, uh, our two tiers that we have, we have our velocity tier. So if you start out in the program and you just enter, you're at bronze level, um, but you're going to get a higher discount. If you're going to go up to 
you know, silver that's still in that tier, that's where you're start gonna, gonna start earning that rebates, the MDF and all of that. And then as you get up to the mastery track, that's when you're really, you know, cooking with gas. You're gonna get a lot more perks, a lot more benefit in that good, better, best. And so if you invest in us, we're gonna invest back in you and help drive that success together. All right. Michael, really? Did you really? <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I mean, I- for years. It, so, you know, I always, I see this from like a different point of view. Obviously, you know, I've been an MSP, I've been a VAR, I've been an MSSP, and we built out our own channel. We've got these thousand some odd partners. And it was always this really interesting conversation where it was like, well, you know, you're going to sell me that for X. I'm just going to go buy it from somebody else. And then I'm going to bring it back to you and you configure. It, like, it doesn't work that way. You know, this is like a package deal and you don't, always buy everything on price. Sometimes you're buying it for the relation. Sometimes you're buying it for the totality of the experience that you're going to get. And I've always struggled with the, you know, the MSPs that come in and it's only about the bottom line because that means you don't value service. And, you know, is that how, is that the type of customer that you want? Do you want the type of customer that's only going to look for the cheapest person to service them because, you know, if that's the kind of customer you want, that's a tough relationship to be in. It is. It is. And I'll be honest with you. I I tell customers I'm not going to be the cheapest, but it's not the customers per se that I'm worried about. It's other solution providers that are also doing that, that they'll go to Amazon and buy, you know, the Amazon special that's 30% lower. And I, I just ask, you know, listen, I let people know what's coming up on the show. They give me questions to ask. I ask, you know, that (laughs) there's all, I mean, it's always going to be a tough one. I mean, anytime there's an opportunity for somebody to try to beat the system, to cheat the system, to do something to, you know, get their edge up, if you will, there's always going to be somebody. Yeah, there will. So, so Michelle got to answer a lot of the questions early on, Michael, back to you, uh, I know that you, you know, talked about an exit strategy. Wouldn't it be great if Sonic Walk Rider is and now they have? So what excites you the most about the future? You know, so there was a lot of uh, buyer beware statements being made from people that I knew that had been acquired from, you know, lots of people want to give you your opinion. Some people I was soliciting, some I was not soliciting. And it wasn't necessarily about the company that was acquiring. It's just in general about acquisitions and how they go. And so there was a lot of, I hope everything that I'm hearing is true. And I hope what I'm being told is exactly what it's going to be. And I will say, you know, we're still new at this. I mean, it's literally, it's been 76 days, 75 days, whatever we're at right now. But honestly, there hasn't been one thing that was told to me through all of the due diligence, through everything that happened. And to this point that I'm looking back and saying, well, they said this, but it wasn't true. Um, everything that I'm trying to accomplish that aligns with the goals that we want to accomplish as a global security company, but a global security company that's leading with services and not just product. And that's the big change that's happening right now. I mean, it. I mean, I'll say we're in the honeymoon phase and I'm going to tell you, the honeymoon is pretty damn good right now. Like I have got no complaints. I mean, we're, we're doing the same things. I mean, so much so to the point, like, and Marv, you're catching us at a really good time. We've got several new offerings that are coming out here in just the next couple of days. 
and things that were important to me. I mean, everybody knows it. We were always about no contracts, no minimums. Always wanted to give every MSP an opportunity to succeed. You were a one-man shop. You're a half-man shop because you had a full-time job and you're just doing this on the side to figure out where you can take it. And you needed one endpoint of something, whether it was for cloud or for your Windows, Linux, Mac, or a firewall, whatever it was. SonicWalls completely adopted this methodology. You know, They are now doing everything exactly the way we were doing it with this consumption-based, no minimums, no annual commits. And to me, that's empowering. Like that has got fuel to the fire. I mean, it's just, and it's so cool. Like I'm learning so many things. I'm having some opportunities to talk to people about different pieces of technology. I'm seeing a completely different side of business that I've never seen before. Like we didn't have any PMs working at Solutions Granted. Like we were the PMs. Like <laughs> the four, three or four of us got in the room, we made a decision and we just went and did it. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, I'm really enjoying this part of my journey and I'm looking forward to the growth that we're about to undertake, the global expansion. Uh, we're building out another security operations center in Europe. Like I never had the money to do that as solutions granted. So, I mean, what an exciting time to build out, you know, global operations, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Now uh, I do want to say kudos to both of you. You were on a podcast earlier with my good friend, Bradley Gross. And you talked about the fact that there was this commitment that basically no changes for two years, which seems unheard of when there's an acquisition. So that's got to feel good that, you know, there's this, you know, commitment that at least from what it feels like to me, the ship's going to keep on sailing. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, look, this is a not, this is not a not-for-profit business. So we do have to execute well. We do have to make sure that we're keeping everything in check. And so obviously, if I'm not a good leader of this managed security services business, well, then I should probably expect that, you know, my two years may be a little bit shorter. But, you know, honestly, I'm kind of like that guy on the treadmill. It's like, oh, you got on the treadmill next to me and it's a race. Like, <laughs> like I'm probably going to die before I give up on this race. So, I, you know, I, I don't expect that we're going to see anything other than, you know, We've been really successful for the last eight or nine years as we made a transition from being an MSP to being an MSSP that serviced the channel. And I mean, it's it, the things that we're creating right now, the way that people are talking to us, the way that people are perceiving us, the pipeline that we're seeing, it's, it's pretty stinking cool. Like I have, <laughs> I'm pretty happy. All right. So I saw a question that came up in the chat. Before we get to that, I want to take a quick moment and let's uh, hear from our sponsors. Uh, the IT Business Podcast is presented by NetAlly. And this cup that you've seen me drinking from is another provider, uh, SuperOps. And this is my regular pineapple and water drink, not bourbon. <laughs> so I want to thank them for that. You can it. I mean, that's an option. That is true. Speaking <laughs> of, it's speak pineapple and water with some rum. No <laughs> rum. So I'll, I'll say this: I went to go grab a glass for the bourbon, and the only things I had from you guys, I had this this little plastic carnival cup from oh, I Solutions Granted. I will deliver. And that's, then we are going to fix that. And I'm I'm going to only show this like here because I do have tumblers. 
but it was somebody else's brand on it. So Unacceptable. I, I no, didn't want to mention that. that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> We're going to fix this. All right. We will do that. <laughs> Um, all right. And then we have our live stream is presented by Computers Done Right. Thank you very much. And I've got a quick video from our main sponsor, NetAlly. Network connectivity issues can be a major source of frustration for end users and put IT professionals in the hot seat. That's why it's important to troubleshoot connectivity issues and identify problem domains on copper Ethernet links quickly. The Link Sprinter Pocket Network Tester is the perfect tool for the job. It rapidly identifies errors and documents network connectivity status and path information for every Ethernet link. Link Sprinter delivers these five essential network tests to the palm of your hand. Use the built-in low-power Wi-Fi access point to view detailed results on any mobile device and collaborate via automated reports to Link Live Cloud Service. Link Sprinter provides accurate results in about 10 seconds. Contact NetAlly today and learn how to fix network connectivity issues faster. All right. So back to the question that came up in the chat just before that. Of course, everybody's wondering what things may or may not change. And the first question, how does this affect the Solutions Granite SonicWall offerings? So, Diana, if you're talking about the Firewall as a Service offering that Solutions Granite had, where it was that monthly offering for you to get the Firewall with, you know, either configuration services or management services or just utilize us to get out of that opex gaming or get out yeah get out of the opex game and get in sorry get out of the capex game and get into the opex game it's not changing we're still doing that we've been facilitating orders since the acquisition there's one thing that changed through this acquisition and it was the most logical change that should have taken place so i think everybody knows that solutions granite had been a long time sonic wall partner been a platinum partner for years and years and years. So we had a very large, huge resale business. We were selling renewals. We were selling firewalls outside of what we were doing in our managed security services. We had lots of partners that would either buy from us or just through, you know, 22 years of being in business, you built up quite the reputation in the Rolodex. And I just dated myself by saying Rolodex <laughs> um, of people that would come back and want to buy technology from us and a lot of it being SonicWall. It is the one and only thing that did not come across. Um, and what we did is um, we had a relationship with a young lady out of Texas who had been a SonicWell partner for a very long time. And we transitioned our entire reseller SonicWell business over to Lydia McCloskey with PCs to you. And so that's really the only thing that has changed. Everything else came across. Every person came across. Everything is still exactly as it was. Hmm. So, the question might be going forward at some point right now, if we go to our distributors and we buy SonicWall, we're either buying the essential package, the total secure, blah, blah, blah. Are we now going to be able to add on to that some of the MDR, HDR services as well, or is that still going to be separate? No, you are going to be able to add on to it. And I will say one thing that is actually really unique is, um, how many acquisitions do you know that have taken place where obviously the acquiring company had a CFO, as most companies do? 
Well, the acquired company, Solutions Granted, I had a CFO. Well, they kept my CFO. They actually kept my entire finance team. And we are still doing our own billing through our own systems. And there's no end to that in sight. So the managed security services division of SonicWall, we now have the ability that we can service partners directly. If you love going through distribution and there's all kinds of reasons that you can like it and you should like it. And if they're taking care of you and you feel like it's a good relationship and you're being serviced well, you should just keep on doing that. But if you've been a longtime SonicWall partner with us at Solutions Granted, that doesn't change. You continue to procure for us. You continue to pay us. We can continue to take care of you. And so it depends on how you want your path to the top of the mountain to look because there's multiple paths to get there. All right. Michelle, anything to add to that? No, I would just add that, you know, as we continue to look at our entire portfolio, I think that um, there's just from end to end solutions, a lot of what Michael has, you know, is learning for our team. Obviously, every every vendor tries to do this right. And I think that the benefits of what we do as a 33 year old expert in um, you know, having PMs and all of the, the work that we've done globally in our, our footprint expansion in 215 countries and territories around the world. Those are things that we can help, you know, with Michael really hit the ground running. But reciprocally, there's things that Michael and his team have done really well. And we don't want to disrupt that. We want to learn from him. We want to grow with him. And we want to help expand what's working and, and learn those best practices at SonicWall so that we can continue to be effective for our partners around the world. Right. So a lot of what we've talked about, there seems to be this convergence for SonicWall and Solutions Granted to reshape how we're addressing the cybersecurity aspect of this. So how do you see the acquisition doing that, I guess, in a holistic way going forward? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's something that um, actually at, at a upcoming, for anyone coming to NerdyOCon, that'll be Michael and I first time presenting together. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Expect us to be dressing like twins in the future. I'm really excited about it. Let's throw that out there. Mm. Uh, but as we, as we come together, you know, there's a story that I've been telling for the past eight months about SonicWall, about how we're reimagining our roadmap and our solutions and our program and our people. We've invested in leadership in Europe and in Latin, in Japan, um, and really tried to grow and standardize our practices. But there is what I'd call the end-to-end solution, right? And, you know, the, the point of this is that I happen to, as you know, be married to an analyst, and I see the growth opportunities. And so the webinar that I'm doing right after this, I'm doing it in Asia, and then I'm doing it in Europe tomorrow morning, and then again in Americas. And I'm working with top analysts from CRN and from Canalys and from Channel Futures and all around the world to say, what are we seeing as indicators of the threat landscape? Next-gen AI, what are some of the predictors? What are some of the biggest opportunities and challenges for MSPs? And how can they lean in and adapt to some of those things? So I'd encourage anyone to tune in if you'd like to. I think it's going to be a great um, session and really 
allow us to understand the landscape at large. But for us at SonicWall, it's taking all of those separate stories now, my story about what we're doing to redefine our program for our partners, Michael's story about what he has been doing, the Banyan story about what they're doing for Zero Trust Sassy and how we're going to incorporate that into our product roadmap as well. Um, Chandra Prasad and Oz um, Dimart, who are our global VP of engineering and product, who are going to come together and have a new vision strategy story for SonicWall. Ryan Matlock, who's leading customer support and really using NextGen AI to help make time more efficient and effective because we know time is money. Every second that you're away from your customers is time wasted. So how do we continue to enhance our support and our training and enablement? And so all of these separate threads, we just hired a new CMO in Christine Bartlett, and she's going to help do a lot of channel marketing. So how do we sell not only to you, but through you to your customers and help you grow your business and help you reimagine your go-to market strategies to be more profitable and effective. So all of these threads are different stories, and we're going to work to make it one story, one effective go-to-market strategy with all of those layers of security and all the ways that SonicWall is listening and taking that feedback and not just changing our products, not just changing our program, but doing it side-by-side with our partners to really help you do what you need to be the best vendor that you work with. Yeah. So let's do this real quick. We've mentioned Banyan a couple of times, and I know my listeners, they know Sonic Wall, they know Solutions Granted. A lot of them may not know Banyan. So can you really quickly tell us what Banyan is and what does that bring to the to the portfolio? Yeah, I mean, in a, in a high level, I think that's all still being defined in terms of what we're going to be able to do. I mean, it's really a a lot of possibilities for tomorrow. But um, Banyan Security has been a solution that has been around. um, Den Jones is their CIO, and I was talking to him the other day uh, about what are the possibilities of how we can incorporate, you know, things that um, he was formerly the enterprise uh, CIO at Cisco. And we talk about CISO and CISO advisory suites and really understanding, you know, we have our threat report that we send out quarterly and understanding the gaps that are happening in the threat landscape and not only what they are, but how do we marry and mirror those threats to the right solutions and incident response plans and the ability to have, you know, SASE, zero trust CTNA for our customers. So that is just a brand new possibility of how we incorporate that into our products, how we layer that into our company. Um, Tarun is their CEO and just the vision and mission. A lot of our listeners, I know when I was at Cisco and you look at SMB partners, which is most of the long tail managed service provider partners are eight to 15 person shops, right? So it's not if, but when we're going in this direction, but it's also us being first to market and being able to provide best in class enterprise technology at an SMB level and price point. And that's really exciting. So the question I have then is because Banyan obviously zero trust. So SonicWall has the secure mobile appliance. Uh, Of course, their global VPN product as well. Is that something where Banyan will be incorporated into into that or replace that? Any idea or am I just asking way too early? I think no. you have to stay tuned, but go ahead, Michael. <laughs> I don't I don't think you're asking way too early. I think we're already seeing that natural progression of change taking place in how we operate as businesses today. You know, I, if we see maybe five years ago, 
and everybody was still kind of primarily operating in that traditional brick and mortar fashion. And so, you know, while Microsoft 365 was doing its thing and maybe a lot of people had gone the way of, you know, going exchange online, people still had their file servers, still had their domain controllers. They still had their firewalls. They still had VPN access back to get to these corporate assets. But Marv, like how many of your customers have already kind of made that transition or currently making that transition to get rid of that infrastructure? So they've moved that file server to that OneDrive SharePoint combination in Microsoft 365, or they've gone some other platform in the cloud. Domain controllers are going away every day. I mean, we see this in our own services and offerings. So many people are going to either Azure AD or ADFS. So Banyan and its capability to be cloud native and cloud first is going to give us that ability to be far more nimble. And I will tell you, like, as many SSL VPN appliances and SMA appliances that we've configured and deployed, and some of those deployments can be hours long, Banyan has got about a 15-minute setup time, which is crazy. Think about that time to value and how much better it's going to be for you and your client when you can start provisioning something like this that's no longer hardware dependent and you can get it up and running in minutes. All right. Had to ask that question because uh, you're right. It's it's all coming. So let me let me step back and give you guys a, a kind of a softball question. What's been the weirdest question you've had asked to you guys in the last 75 days? And what's the best question you've had asked to you? Related to work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not your think, journeys think, around the world, okay? <laughs> I think the weirdest one wasn't necessarily a question for me, but it was on Reddit. You know, and Reddit's like a... It's the most fickle creature in the world. It's I call it the public airing of grievances. So anybody that remembers Seinfeld, it was called Festivus, <laughs> and they call that the public airing of grievances. It was not maybe – it might have been 48 hours after the acquisition was announced, and somebody made the authoritative statement. It's like, one more dumpster fire. Let's see how long it takes before the brain trust leaves. And like it just – you know, without knowing anything, without knowing us, without knowing the the deal or the structure, the commitment that I've made or the commitment that, you know, Will Alexander or Corey Clark or Jessica Ford, you know, all of the executives of Solutions Granted made in this and what we were looking for. I mean, anybody that knew me that really knew what I was after, I was not looking to sail off into the sunset because the devil's playground runs really tough in my hands and I need to stay busy. And I wanted to be something that I could continue to build and be proud of. And I was not done. So, you know, there is no dumpster fire here. You know, I've made a commitment that I'm going to be here for years and I'm not going anywhere. So I think that was the, I don't know if I want to call it the most difficult one, but almost the the human nature of uncertainty that started to rear its ugly head so very quickly of somebody saying, you know, another one bites the dust. Um, that one felt unfortunate. What I will say the best thing was the amount of text messages and phone calls that I received of people saying, man, this is amazing. It's so cool. You know, I'm proud of you. I mean, it was a lot of that, a lot of the, I'm proud of you. That was, that was unexpected. Yeah, I love that. And reciprocally, I'll, I'll echo the positive 
remarks. I mean, I got so many private Facebook messages and LinkedIn messages and texts just saying, wow, like I've seen what you've been lighting up at SonicWall and I've seen Michael lighting up his solutions granted and like one plus one equals three. This is going to be a fire partnership and we're so excited for the possibilities. And I was really happy about that because I, I knew in, in my own, you know, heart, how passionate I am about this. And so I've seen acquisitions in my past life go really right or really wrong. And the worst ones are the ones where the acquirer comes in, buys the resource and then completely changes it to the point it's no longer what you bought it for in the first place. That is a colossal fail in my opinion, because they were doing something right. So right that you wanted to purchase them and then you changed them. And so in my mind, the ones that went really well are the ones that were almost autonomous and did what they did well. And you supported it, you funded it, you, you amplified it and you took it from good to great. That is what I think is really what we're going to do together. We're going to take what's great to awesome, and we're going to be able to really rocket that together. Um, weird. I get a lot of weird questions, Uncle Marv. I don't know, honestly. I don't think I could narrow it down. Truly, it's on the daily. I well, get some weird. Stuff. You do live. You do live in Florida, so you get weird anyway. Just, just from being here. Uh, I'll noodle that. <laughs> yeah. So let me say this about both of you and both your organizations. Like I said, I, I was a SonicWall partner uh, back since 2005. I survived the, the Dell Hell days, and I almost didn't. I almost bailed like a lot of other people because of that acquisition. Um, but the product was still solid. And that is what meant more to me than anything. I could care less. I don't deal with product reps. I don't deal with account managers that much. Mm-hmm. So as long as the product does what it's supposed to, I'm I'm okay as long as you don't start, you know, gouging me for money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Michael at Solutions Granted, I, I will say this. There are vendors in our channel that get bashed. Some of them for, for very good reason and some for not very good reasons. And one of the things that I can say about Solutions Granted is I don't think to be honest, I've ever heard anything said bad about you except that you pour a little heavy. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but but I've asked. We've had our we've had our we've had our share. I mean, like you can't make everybody happy. No, you can't. You're no, not. I'm, <laughs> I, no, I mean, I'm an incredibly opinionated person, and you know. But my opinions are for the better of whomever I'm talking to. It's not for my own self gain or, you know, for my inflation of my ego or whatever it is. And sometimes people don't want to hear somebody else's truth. And my truth doesn't have to be your truth. You know, your truth doesn't have to be my truth, but we do have to respect each other's truth. Don't have to agree with it, but definitely have to respect it. And I think that's, that is the only thing that I've ever seen where there's been some, you know, Again, it was on Reddit, you know, stupid Reddit. It's always Reddit. Um, but yeah. Reddit's its own it's world. Reddit. But but here's the thing I was also going to say for both of you. You guys are out there. You're talking to us on the street at the conferences where a lot of places don't. Channel chiefs don't, CEOs don't, and sometimes it's lip service. Sometimes you can tell it's it's a little political in a lot of ways. Um I've never gotten that sense 
and Michelle, I, I haven't seen you out and about. I know your husband and, you know, I never got that from him. I've heard your reputation. Stellar is the only thing I can say about that. But Michael, I've seen you out and about and I keep asking you, why are you out here, man? You, you're the CEO. Send, send your minions out. And you're like, no, I need to be out here listening to the people and, and, yeah. you know, chatting it up and you do it right. I, I can't fix problems. But what I can do is I can listen to problems and the more problems that I can hear and the more things that people are happy about, things that aren't happy about, and the more opportunities I get to meet channel partners, it just helps keep refining who I am as a person, helps me grow, but it also helps the business grow and it helps me stay grounded. Like I never wanted to be, you know, and and some of this comes and I'll, you know, I've said for years and and probably as I've gotten older, I've changed the story a little bit. I've said, you know, I think a lot of that leadership style came from my military days, but then I've changed a lot of that recently. And I start thinking more about my mom and dad who worked for General Motors. You know, my dad worked for 40 some odd years. My mom worked for 20 some odd years. They got up every day, they went to work and they did their job and they came home. And honestly, I can't even remember a day that they complained. So you want to talk about, you know, silent leadership, you know, proving to my brother and I that there's a job to do and you do it because of your free will that you choose to do it and you must just do it the right way. And, you know, I choose to carry on that legacy. You know, my father has passed, my mom is still alive, but I choose to carry on that legacy and hard work doesn't kill you. I think it makes you a better person and it inspires. And you know, that's what I want when I'm gone. That's what I want the legacy of what I'm leaving behind for people to do. I want people to act like the good part of me, not the bad part of me that apparently pours too heavy. Yeah, that's still not a bad thing. But but I'll, I'll piggyback on that. So since May 1st, I've been to 34 events with SonicWall. Um, events, partner meetings, QBRs. I, I too, like Michael, I was raised by a single mom. I've worked since I'm 14 years old. I'm the first in my family to go to college, the first in my family to get an MBA and the first to work in technology. So I'm super proud that I've been here almost two decades and I'm a big advocate for, for women and diversity and technology. I think we need more of it. I love to promote that, but I'm also a big advocate of my mom taught me a very important principle. And she said, it doesn't matter who you are. You treat everyone with respect, whether it's the president or the janitor. And that's the core culture of what I was raised with, just listening to everybody. And very early on in my career, I remember the CEO of a company asking me what I thought. And I felt like I'm a peon. Like I'm so unimportant at that stage. I was so young. I was so new. And he cared what I had to say. And that resonated with me my entire career was how important the impact of somebody listening to you is and what it matters when you hear somebody and you take value in what they have to share with you, because that's a gift. And I appreciate listening and learning from our partners. I try not to do a lot of product pitching because I'm not there to to sell you something. I'm there to learn how I can help you and then compliment after what you tell me. Can I fill those gaps? Can I fill those needs? Is there something we can do to help you be better, stronger 
more effective. And if I can do that, great. And if I'm not the one, that's okay too, because I'm building a relationship and you never know where that's going to translate in the future. And so for me, I genuinely adore this community. I think the tech channel is my second family. I have two little girls with my husband, Jay, you know, so nine and seven years old. And that's hard to be on the road that much with two little girls at home. And so when I leave, I tell them, you know, they say, why do you have to leave? And I say, mommy has to leave because she loves what she does. And she wants you to know that you could do anything you set your mind to. Anything is possible. And if you're good at it and you love doing it, that's why you get up and go to work every day. Well said, well said. Hopefully that's not your kids dinging you on the. No, they're, they're too little. They don't have a phone yet. We keep asking. <laughs> well, 2024 sounds like it is going to be a very good start to a beautiful relationship. And I look forward to uh, seeing what happens down the road. As I said, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a partner. I don't plan on leaving anytime soon. So good. make it happen. Yeah, All right. So. You know what time it is, right? <laughs> you just been is waiting. It drink, is it drinking time? Is that what time it is? I don't know. Like. That is that is our Florida Man segment presented by Super Ops. And Michael, you've been on here enough times. You you know what this segment is, Michelle. You live here in Florida, actually down the road from me. Uh, where so, are you exactly? Where Where in Florida are oh, you? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! He's in the Witsack program. We don't we don't divulge where he lives because you <laughs> never know after. what's showing up I tomorrow. My golf cart. <laughs> yeah, just uh, let's just say Fort Lauderdale oh, and the extended yeah. area. Okay. Yeah, right, right down the road. <laughs> right down All the right. road. We're doing that. Uh, We're so, doing. did you guys do any prep? Are we going to challenge Florida man, or do you want to answer a random question? I'm like going that. rando. Yeah, they're <laughs> both going rando. Okay. All right. And then afterwards, I'll ask one of you to pick a number, and I'll read one of the Florida stories I have prepared. So, <laughs> uh, Michelle, no. uh, you will be first with the random question. Oh, no, my God. How easy is this? <laughs> what did you eat for oh, breakfast? That's crap. Okay, so this is very <laughs> random. And I, my normal breakfast is like, I drink coffee and a protein shake because I'm in back-to-back calls. And I, so, but this morning I had my friend, my good friend, uh, it was her birthday and her divorce in one day. And she's like, would you meet me? And we had uh, a poke bowl. So that was my breakfast. It was like breakfast, lunch, poke bowl. That's weird. I know, but I celebrate my gals. We have to stick together. So okay, where, wait, wait, can I just ask? Wait, I'm confused. Like, what time was lunch or what time was breakfast? Because where are you getting a poke bowl in the morning? <laughs> like eleven. Like I went, I oh, okay, bowl and I took it, and that was my breakfast lunch. But normally, I'm not a breakfast eater. It's Florida. Everything is open twenty four hours down here. Yeah, we don't sleep. I'm a New Yorker hmm. originally, so it's a good. I'll tell you what's not open. I was in San, I was in Milpitas in the San Jose area last week and I needed to go to CVS one morning or Walgreens or something. Nothing opens till eight o'clock. I was like, what is wrong with that city? Like, why can I not? And all I wanted was some Motrin. The only thing I want, some Motrin in the drugstores don't open till eight o'clock in the morning. No, ours are like 24 hours. We have a very high population of uh, seniors and people of all ages who need medication, evidently. So my best time story, uh, when I went to grad school, I went 
up to Wake Forest a oh, week I'm- early uh, for the orientation week that we were supposed to have, only to find out they canceled orientation. So my first day there was a Monday, and we were told, okay, go out and do what you want. We went out. It was 6 o'clock. Everything was closed. Oh, my gosh. I lived in North Carolina for seven years, too. I feel your pain. Everything closed. I'm like, what in the world is this? Where are you from, boy? (laughs) (laughs) But I do love a Waffle House. I'm not going to lie. And Bojangles. Mm, Mr. (laughs) Bojangles. All right, Michael, your question. I feel like I've been set up here. No, you haven't. You let her go first, and she gets the easiest of all easy questions. This is an easy question, I'm too. I'm going to get the square root of 8,472, and I'm just going to look at you, too, like I'm crazy because I don't know. <laughs> what has been the best day of your life so far? Ooh, that's a good question. All right. So, your wife is listening. I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you what has been the best day of my life since I have sold my business. Um, my mom had my mom worked for General Motors. She lived a comfortable life, but never really. She didn't make that kind of money. My mom and I have talked about cars forever, and the one thing that my mom has always wanted was a Cadillac Escalade. And I had always committed to and never said this to her, but it was like, hey, you know, if, if I ever hit it, if it ever worked for me. I'm going to buy my mom that car. And it was the first thing that I purchased after the acquisition. And I had been like setting my mom up. We had been talking. I was emailing her pictures and texting her. I was like, Hey mom, what do you think about this color? What do you think about this style? What do you think about this interior? And, you know, she picked it all out without knowing. And I was playing it like I'm buying this car. And then I was like, wow, you know, I agree with you. This is like the most beautiful build ever. And I bought it. So this transaction happens on a Wednesday. I think I buy the car on a Thursday. I leave and drive to Ohio on a Friday and surprise my mom on a Saturday. And like the expletives of what my mom called me, like I probably shouldn't say right now, but I will say, um, I don't know how many other things in my life that I've done that have been that good, but it feels like one of the best moments of my life. Um, And now when my mom sends me an email, she signs it the Cadillac lady. Oh. <laughs> nice. I want to meet your mom. I love that yeah. story. That's so sweet. Uh, All right. Where, where in Ohio? Uh, she lives in Cortland, Ohio. So very close to Youngstown. So that Northeast corner, Okay. you know, probably an hour from Cleveland. Yep. My, my wife Cleveland. is from that area. Oh. Yeah. That's where I grew up. I ripped her away because I wasn't moving up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, Michelle. Pick a number, one, two, or three. Two, my lucky number. Two. Okay. Angry Florida man assaults Circle K cashier with chocolate egg. That's style right there. That's serious (laughs) style. A Florida man was arrested for battery after he allegedly hurled a chocolate egg at a cashier while checking out at a Circle K last Wednesday. The incident unfolded when the clerk, John Mayhas, age 27, was next in line. For some unknown reason, Mayhouse refused to interact with the cashier and instead approached a different employee. After paying for his purchases, Mayhas reportedly chucked the chocolate egg at the victim, hitting him in the head. 
When the clerk ordered Mayhaz out of the store, he became irate. He reportedly jumped over the counter and began hitting the cashier in the face and pushing it. Oh my and God. what part of Florida do you think he lives in? Oh, let's see. Tallahassee. Daytona. <laughs> the Tampa Bay area city of Tarpon Springs. So that will be close so why to. Why is it the only thing that my mind thinks is like, was he using a Cadbury egg? Yeah, that's the only egg that I could think of. And I'm also thinking it's not Easter yet. Why do they have chocolate eggs available? That's early. <laughs> It's Florida. Why everything's open twenty four hours, and you can get everything everywhere. Apparently, amazing, amazing. I, I'm going to tell you the both of you y'all got some problems with your state. That's all I'm going to say. But we have palm trees and no snow, so I'll take it. We have problems with our state because half the country is moving here. Also, that we're running out of space here. Our roads are crowded. We're building condos on top of condos. That collapse under their own weight. <laughs> I can't be a NIMBY. I moved here, so I'm with everyone else, I guess. It's like I can't close the door behind me. I'm happy to be here. I, I remember when I moved to North Carolina, the guy at the cashier was talking to me. He said, oh, are you a Yankee or a damn Yankee? And I said, I don't know what the difference is, sir. And he said, a Yankee comes and visits and a damn Yankee comes and stays. And I was like, well, then I'm a damn Yankee. Yep. So I'm not going. <laughs> That's right. People that come down and uh, are you changing your license plate is the way that we ask. <laughs> People that want to stay just enough to get the tax discount of uh no income state, but then go back home to. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What, what's that legal advice I just got? It's six months in one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, the snowbirds. Yeah. If you have Florida, we have a tax free system. So you'll get an automatic bump in your salary. There's a house for sale right down the block from me. Come on, Michael. Let's just come. You on. can afford it now, Mike. Come on down. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't like the heat. So I've got a daughter. There's, there's something called air conditioning. We use that here. Man, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. I like being outside. It's <laughs> too flipping hot. It's way too stinking humid. Oh, no, no, not if you're on the beach. <laughs> That's right. Get your yeah. house on the oh, beach. Yeah. Okay. You've got it's the breeze. The <laughs> You've got the breeze coming in. It's not that hot. <laughs> okay. You're right. It's not that hot. Mike, come, 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 come visit. Mm-hmm. You come visit. Yeah, I'll come visit. I'll come visit. Yeah. I'll come visit. I tell you, the McBain's home. and I, we're probably 20 minutes apart. We'll, we'll meet up, have it come yeah. hang out at the office. We'll take you to the beach. We'll, we'll tour you I'll, around. You'll love it. I'll bring the kids. It'll be fun. Yeah. I like, <laughs> Uncle Mike. I like, the, I like the mountains. <laughs> I like the trees. Yeah. No. Yeah. We have me. trees, palms, <laughs> no mountains. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Michelle, let me get you out of here so you can uh, take a break and get ready for your upcoming webinar. Mike, I'll let you go so that you can reevaluate your stance in life. And uh, Florida, listen, in a few years, you're going to be, you know, retiring down here. So get get used to it. We all end up here eventually, Michael. (laughs) Okay. Marv, Uncle Marv. So I'm I'm just going to put this out there for the whole world to hear. 
I don't see it happening. <laughs> okay. I will come visit you. I'll be <laughs> happy for you to show me around and take me to the beach and, you know, show me these wonderful palm trees. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like my I like the palm trees. I like my like they're, trees. A, like they're a state attraction. <laughs> well, Michelle keeps talking about them like they are. I'm like, well, we drive around on your left. Special about the the palm trees that Michelle has. They are. Well, I listen. I, I will say that the McBains probably do have beautiful palm trees because I mean there are palm trees like we've got some. They're just regular. I'm no. sure the McBains. <laughs> Have the, you know, the pictorial no. palm trees with. The- uh, yes, yes, that's exactly it. It's true. <laughs> Come visit. You're always. I'm telling welcome. you, man. I'm going to do this MSP cribs thing. We're going to go and visit people's offices and homes. We'll, I would we'll love find to out. Do that. I'm so nosy. I would love to do that. Let's just start it. Right. 100%. We'll figure that okay. out. Marvin, she just offered her house as the very first one because she knows she's, she's, she said, let's do it. Yeah. And so you need, you've got to start with one. So Michelle just offered up her starting. You're she's fine. The starting place. I would love it. If you don't mind uh, a mess and dogs and cats and kids and fish and, you know, a, a living zoo. Yeah. We are totally in a hundred percent life on the go. I'm in. All right. We'll make so that happen. Life. We'll talk off. We'll talk off air because I I I see some things happening with this new Sonic Law Solutions. Granted, Chris. Uncle Marv. <laughs> yeah, it's working. I see it working. All right. So uh, those of you that are joining us live and uh, enjoying our little banter here, uh, apparently we have uh, offered up a visit to Florida. Come yeah. see the excitement down here. Uh, between you have to sign up to be a partner first. That's all. <laughs> it's a little. Sign up to be a partner. Uh, so we'll have links to both the Sonic Wall site, the Solutions Granted site uh, for you guys to take advantage. Obviously, the benefits and the changes of the Secure First program, uh, lower thresholds for better discounts, and uh, channel solution, channel first partners, the way we love them. So, guys, thank you very much for hanging out and chatting, and we will definitely make something happen in the future. And uh, everyone else, we'll see you soon. Let's see. Next week, we are going to have, oh, Scott Sanders of the IT Business Owners Facebook Group will be here. Uh, We're going to be dealing with Facebook groups and communities in the month of February. For everything else, head over to itbusinesspodcast.com. That's going to do it for tonight. On behalf of Michelle and Michael, I bid you 4L. Good night. And until next time, holla. Good night. 